Hey, Peter. Hey. Hey, uh, were you at Jazz St. Louis last night? I was. I think I saw you up in the balcony. I was up in the balcony. Or was, was that the veranda? I, it's definitely a balcony. Okay. I just like saying veranda. Say it again. Veranda. I'm Adam Manis. I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Music. Jazz. Explained. You want to try that again? Okay. Jazz. <laughs> explained. I'm trying out music. You know, we, we can't just be limited to jazz. It's a problematic. Yeah, exactly. I'll say it and play it like it is later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know, I'm just, you know, I like to, I'm workshopping it. I'm giving it a floor run. No, Peter, you, you get it. You definitely get a mulligan today. You've had a very, you've recorded like a billion things today you've right. you've been working your tail off trying to get i'm putting my feet up you're putting your feet i'm putting up my feet up on the keyboard man this is the easy time we just get to record the podcast that's this is right what we do you that's know, this right it's like bread and butter for us i'm, I'm so i'm low riding over here i can barely see you over the keyboard there i'm just gonna put my leg up i'm not gonna put my feet up at all we, we've got producer caleb in the in the in the house today doing questionable things with 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 the uh with the camera He's so it's all learn, good. man <laughs> kids gotta learn <laughs> um so we were uh Let's see. Yeah, so in the intro, you alluded to where we were last night. That's what we're going to talk about. Yeah, so I wanted to talk about a couple of things for this episode. So you and I were both at the same show last night. It was a marvelous show. Uh, Marvelous. Benny Green on piano, Christian McBride on bass, and Gregory Hutchinson on drums. Uh, And they were tributing um, one of their... Uh, heroes and the master himself, Ray Brown. Yes. And I wanted to just get your thoughts on what worked about that show because the show worked so well. It worked at such a high level as an audience member, as a musician. I took my nine year old son. He was in, yeah, he was uh, completely like entranced by the show. You know what That's I mean? That's so awesome. And so, like, what is it about that, what, what they did? Why was that so right? Why did that feel so good? And I just want to get your thoughts. I have my own. Yeah, opinions. I want to get your thoughts too. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind, and maybe this. Well, is... I, no, I mean after I give yeah. you my. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. No, go no, ahead. No, no, fair kidding. enough. Fair <laughs> enough. I asked you first. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. The first thing that comes to your well, mind. Well, no. So what I what I thought maybe we could kind of center this around is a couple of things. Yes. Like to me, what stood out was the the biggest thing that that set them at the S tier, if you will. Yes. <laughs> for for uh, straight ahead performances. Uh, was the level of presence with each other, mm. with the music, and with the audience. Yeah. Like, in other words, they were so connected with themselves as they're playing and the music yeah. that they're playing, and then with each other on stage, the other musicians they were playing with, and with the audience that you just felt like you were in such safe hands that they weren't playing at all egotistically. Like, it was just serving... Not even I, I don't want to say serving the music because that sounds so cliche and it's I don't think it's true. They were serving the evening. They were serving the concert. They were serving the moment. You they know, were serving humanity. Am was, I overstating they it? They kind of kinda were. Kind of. I mean, at least everybody in that room. Hey, listen, we like to blow a lot of smoke, but it is true. <laughs> like you know, playing music is a, a bit of a of a of a service to to other humans, and that's what they were doing. They were truly being in, of service to to not just us, but themselves and each other, and that's usually like. Every time one of them would solo, the other one would always be like Benny Green. You know what I mean? Right. Point at them. Like they were part of the audience or, or a host of it. Each one of them yeah. was. And they were calling out stuff. 
uh, to each other and to the audience and pointing things out. They were completely in it. There was no wall built up between the stage and the crowd. Right. And I mean, aside from anything that happened musically, of course it was swinging. Of course the playing was world class. But to yeah. me, that is what really brought it to the next level. And that's what's so inspiring, man. Like that was so inspiring. Yeah. I mean, I think um, that it's a very nuanced observation because the service element to the moment, to the music, to the humans, like the communal kind of thing there, you know, like it was really like it was almost like, oh, it's this is a, a potluck dinner. But don't worry, don't bring the food. We're going to provide all the food. And what they're providing is in the spirit of, you know, you're coming to somebody's home and there's warmth and informality there. Yet the food that you're getting is like this Michelin three. What's the highest Michelin star? It's three stars. Three stars, which yeah. is weird. You can't, couldn't go to five stars, really? Come on, Michelin. It's hard to get one star. I know. One yeah. star is great, yeah. yeah. But it's like the, the actual deliverable of the music is like a three star, you know, or of the food. But it's like, it's super informal. It's not fussy, but it is high, high, high level. Yep. And so I think that that is a service. Like that's, you are providing like the best. Of the, I mean, it's like you get on an airplane, you know, traveling again and stuff it's like you know the flight is an airplane is an airplane so if you're on a boeing 737 um it is what it is you're in a seat it's or a whatever. big tube it's a big tube <laughs> yeah. but sometimes the crew is like they're they're friendly but they're keeping your safety and yeah. they, they make it a better experience yeah for sure. you know so like you can take the same thing so christian mcbride just has a bass yeah greg just has drums and and benny green's playing the same yamaha that we've struggled with over yeah. there big shout out to yamaha yeah but that piano is difficult <laughs> it, not in yeah, his hands it can be so that's a service like when it's not like oh, let me explain to you why I'm having problems with this piano. No, it's like, no, let me just play and lift your spirits. And so, you know, what you're saying with your son, with your boy who's nine, like him enjoying and stuff, like he's not worried about the chord change or anything. He can hear his dad play all that stuff at home. But I think that when you hit a kid like that with this very sophisticated music, actually, but his toes probably tapping, he's like, this is cool. This sounds fun. This is good. Well, and he's like, th- that's important. And he's also seeing and hearing three very extraordinary human beings, like, really be open yeah. with, with what's going on. And to me, like, when I see, I, I see very good musicians a lot, yeah. whether they're local or coming through, you know, in various venues or whatever. And there's a lot of really good musicians who still have, like, this big wall in front of between them and the audience, right? right? That they're in their head about something. Yeah. They're trying to impress or they're trying to overplay right, or, right or you know, to, to make you like them or something like that. Yeah. And it doesn't like mean I don't enjoy those shows or that they're not good musicians at all, but there's some other level there where those three are so, I mean, they're proven obviously, but they're so comfortable with themselves yeah. and with each other that to me, like those are special nights, right? Yeah. When you get three masters like that who are just super, in it and and comfortable and open and then the audience too shout out to the crowd because that can make a, a difference you know what i mean i mean we it, know his performance but even as a crowd member i was like oh this is a good crowd you it, know? yeah it was a good crowd i mean it was packed it was sold out but it was also just a good quality yeah and a combination young folks uh, totally you, you, your son might have been the youngest but there was a couple other children teenagers old folks teenagers yeah, yeah there was a, a totally. group of teenagers right in front of me yeah and um it, it was they, although they did get a drink i was like fake much <laughs> fake idea but but it was like it was just it was it was really the way i think a jazz club should be experienced from all sides it was a communal experience there was a sharing i mean was everybody the same level of jazz audience 
with their sophistication, like an Adam Manis sitting up there, oh, being able to analyze every note. No, but you didn't need to be. If you were, you would even be more geeked out on it. Yeah. But I think for us, and it was funny because we came in, Kelly and I, the, the 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 beautiful Kelly Martin, we were able to go out on a very rare date that we haven't gone out in a long time. Well, may I say, you made a handsome couple. We could see you from the balcony, from all the way No, up. that was the other guy I had come sit with her for a minute while I had to go <laughs> use the bathroom. I got Caleb. I had Caleb come and sit with her, and then that's when you, you saw from afar. Um, date no, night. That's a rare thing, It was thing, date right? night. Yeah, yeah. We, we had to, like, we, you know, reinvent ourselves. We're, we're empty nesters. We're going on date night. We're oh trying to hold gosh. it together, man. Um, I have a little practice, but you know, it was, it was, it was good. It was good. So it became a matter of like, man, we talk about being in the moment with music, like that kind of playing, as long as you keep your ears open, forces you into the moment effortlessly, it's great. which I love Yeah, they're just because riding. I was thinking the whole time, I was like, man, I, 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 I'm so sorry. I missed this all week. Cause I was out of town. Yeah. Instead of thinking as soon as they started playing, I was like, I'm so glad to be here in this moment totally with these people, with these musicians in this, like what a, and I mean, I think part of it too is just like, we haven't been able to enjoy live music Absolutely. and I've been playing a bunch of live music and I do enjoy that, but there's nothing like sitting back, not at the piano and enjoying some music. Yeah. Can we get into a little bit of the nitty gritty of the music itself and yes. what made it so great? Yes, please. So my number one yeah. is, and this is going to shock you, Christian McBride is a monster on the. I mean, he is an absolute. <laughs> he might be the best bass player I've ever heard. Yeah. I'm seriously right. Yeah, like he did some things last night that I didn't know were possible on the instrument. I know, and I've heard a lot of bass players. And I mean, what do you think about the level of that along with? the level of how easy he makes it look. He makes it look... <laughs> actually, you know what? So my nine-year-old son said, he's like, we were talking about how great it was and during the first tune, and he's like, and he's like, and it looks like they're just, oh, I'm just ho-hum. That's yeah. what he said. He's like, yeah. it looks just ho-hum. Because he's up there doing all this, what we know is incredibly physically hard to do, yeah. doing some really high-level musical things, and he's smiling and looking around and, yeah. you know, like kind of like like looking over at Hutch and and... They're talking back and forth, and he's having just, fun. He's having just fun. sitting there, like having a great time. Yeah. But he is, man. I'm telling you what, and I, I know he gets a lot of in in our circles. He obviously gets a lot of acclaim, but for good reason, man. Yeah. He is unbelievable. The sound, the walking, him as a accompanist, him as a soloist. There's no yeah. better soloist. Man, his harmonic like ingenuity Dude. on stuff that's like it's kind of hard from the bass standpoint, especially when you're playing a title he's leading that stuff though yeah but when you're leading a title ray brown i mean first of all most bass players great bass players would just wilt under the the weight of that yeah but like christian's I mean, able to both embrace it reference it yeah sit right in that space but be himself and even take it to a next level dare i say i would totally agree yeah and then again we're talking about listening and being in the moment or whatever he caught everything everything oh, benny man. threw at him everything hutch threw at him yeah he was right there with them I mean, like I said, just completely open to what was happening in the moment. And because he's so effortless with everything, musically and technically, he's just able to just be up there and just yeah. be, you know, just the unbelievable cat. That I mean, he is, he's a know? genius performer. Like, it, it's so easy to, to, to listen to him and to quickly identify, okay, he's a genius bassist. Right. And he's a genius, you know, musician. He's a great entertainer. But though. he's a great entertainer yeah. and he's a great performer because he has that ability to make it easy for everybody around like he's constantly accompanying right yeah but then he also makes it easy for the audience to hear everything that's happening totally like he's collating a lot of things at the same time he's like it reminds me of like remember back on like mad men where they'd have everyone would have like their secretary and of course they were all female at that time it was a very sexist setup but like tell me more the, Peter. the women i mean i know from this period because my grandmother was like she was a secretary 
at um at a bank at a time when like that's the highest you could go in in, in you know as a woman but she kind of learned how to run things so much that she actually got promoted up to like uh not a vp but like something a little bit higher that they'd never done with them because she had that ability to like bring everything in and like but i'm thinking about those secretaries on Mad Men. you know how like they yeah. could be type fixing sure. this thing i mean they were making everybody else look like a genius when they maybe even didn't deserve well, to what you, in this about? case hutch and benny green are also doing that and so that's why I think it's so special because everybody's being like this genius level secretary, yeah, absolutely. helping out, but then performing great themselves. It took you a long time to get around to that metaphor, but you landed <laughs> it. And I'm proud of you for landing. Well, it. no, just because I think people look at like somebody with like Christian, and, and if you don't really know, I mean, nobody's gonna look at it and be like, "Oh, he can't really play." Even if you've never heard, of the course, band. yeah, yeah, you're gonna be like, "Okay, he knows how to do that." But even the storytelling and stuff like that, exactly. was part of it, man. Yeah. yeah. But all the the little things that make make things just easier. Now, I've played with him a lot, so I can. Ex- I, I mean, you when you experience it, you know, if you just keep your ears open and you actually experience being able to do what they call like somebody else making you sound better. Yeah. What they're really doing is they're making it easier for you to tell your story. Yeah. But somebody that can do that constantly. While they tell their story and while they're like communicating with the audience and bringing everybody together, I mean that's a lot of things. It's a lot. That's of a things. lot of things. No, I mean, it's a, there's a reason why he does a lot of cool stuff yeah. and gets asked to do things in the in the international and national spotlight. It's because he's the man. Like, and I'm and I, and I don't want to like just focus on him. And like I said, but I'm just no, thinking, no, no. Like, and yeah, and that's no disrespect to Hutch or Benny, who are equally as great. They're all kind of doing that. But I was yeah. just reminded last night hearing him live in that space and hearing him play the bass what a special there's like I can't think of another bassist that's on that level exactly Ray Brown yeah but I mean (laughs) I mean no that's still with us Ron Carter (laughs) I honestly can't think of anybody I know and and also who has those unbelievable personal characteristics that he's warm that Christian has he's warm he's super knowledgeable and intelligent yeah, uh, he's an amazing orator. Like all of this thing, yeah. you know, like he's a great storyteller. Like, yeah, yeah, hilarious joke teller. Yeah. Like, this guy, he's, he's the whole package. He should start a podcast. It would be good. Can we get him on our podcast? <laughs> we haven't had him on here. No, dude. All right, we're gonna get him. We're Come gonna get on. him on. We'll have he him do a remote. Town for a week. I know. We'll have yeah. him do a remote. Well, oh, just one other note on the gig last night. Side note: I was gonna wait to ask you after, but right. how did you feel about your parenting skills for some of those stories that were told, especially by oh. Mr. Greg Hudson? Dude, can I tell you? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so Benny tells the first story about Ray. And totally then, like totally. G-rated. I mean, and and Benny is an angel, right? Yeah, and he literally like, had a halo came down. He's as, like as he so told respectful <laughs> and like Mr. B- you know when he's got that soft spoken voice. Oh, and then Christian tells a, tells a story which was really hilarious, kind of PG, but still PG. Yeah, and then Hutch somehow manages to tell a story about <laughs> Ray Brown that involves Hutch accidentally taking <laughs> ecstasy I and like I, maybe <laughs> hooking up with Lalo Schifrin's wife. I couldn't get the context, oh but what God. was funny was you know my son has no. He gets really embarrassed about that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, like, as Hutch starts... I was embarrassed. <laughs> as Hutch's energy starts changing through the story, my son, Ivan, just goes, oh, no. Oh, like, <laughs> oh no. And like, you're trying starts, to pull him in, like, give him a hug and some support. Uh, no, he's yeah, like, don't he touch starts, me. <laughs> he starts cringing. He's like, no, 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 no. Like, <laughs> like, I'm like, buddy, uh, if you're going to be around Hutch... Yeah, he wouldn't be the first person to cringe at a Hutch store. Let's get, I loved it, man. I thought it was great. Oh, it was great. And right. I mean, yeah, so... Well, okay. I was glad to experience, glad to experience it with you, and like you say, everybody there, the audience. It was yeah. a special night. It was a know. special night. Shout but out I'm, to all three of those amazing performers, and shout out again to Jazz St. Louis uh, if you're listening for. Hooking and you know up. what? Shout out to like them and all the musicians that, and, and you and I certainly do this. But for them, I just want to say, and for everybody coming out, it's like music is important, you know. And it's like, especially in this day. And I just came off doing a you know bunch of gigs. We were in the studio, and it's like, um, I mean, we, it's not about 
you kind of hit it on the at the beginning. It's like a group thing. The audience, musicians, everybody together. So like, there's a little bit of a risk that's mitigated as best we can. But there's a risk to go hear music live now, and to be in a room with a bunch of people. And you know, I was playing with the symphony in Colorado the other day. It's like a bunch of people on stage. You're the, up there the with a hundred people. Yeah, and it's yeah. like you know, you're up there. But um, I think this stuff is important, and mm. I think that you know, you know, everybody. I really appreciate people valuing that. I, I don't think anyone's trying to be reckless. We're all trying to navigate this new kind of thing. But we like this stuff is like it's like breathing air and stuff. We got to do it, you know. Gotta and sometimes the air is <laughs> is infected with something. We're trying our best, but I mean, I really appreciate them coming to town. Totally, I know what that takes to do yep. that and to get up there in the audience in Missouri, yeah. and to, to bring this music, man, and to work it's, their it's, ass off as they're doing it. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It's great. And they and they came together with no rehearsal. I haven't played together in years because nobody's been doing anything and killed it. Killed it. Well, yeah. thanks. I'm not, your... not the audience. No, nobody. No. Oh, Kill the music. Oh, Kill the music. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> you'll hear it. <laughs>